Welcome back to another episode of Stat Stories, where we take a look at different statistical anomalies and different statistical norms in sports and try to use them to predict or just analyze an occurrence in sports. You know what month it is right now as I'm recording? It's March 14th. That means Selection Sunday has occurred. And March Madness has always had the devoted sports fan in fits after their 17-year-old sister gets a better bracket than them after saying, I'm just going to pick the teams with the cooler mascot. It's the hardest thing in all sports to predict, in fact, and to this day we haven't seen a perfect bracket officially recorded, and the odds of getting one are 1 in 9.2 quintillion. So don't sweat it if you miss a couple round one. And now March Madness uses seeds for its teams, so it makes it easier for stat nerds like us to science the heck out of a bunch of basketball teams. I've gathered data over the past 36 seasons on the exact chances of each round and each seed winning their matchup. Here's the statistical best bracket for those of you looking for an excuse after you lost to your sister. Alrighty. We're going to... First, throw out the stat that it's around 12.4 upsets happen each year, and that's in every round combined. And upsets in this case being seeds with a gap of two or more between them, the lower and higher seed uh, winning as the lower seed. So, for an example, the 9 seed over the 8 seed isn't considered an upset, but the 10 over 7 is. Now, this number has jumped up to around 12.7 over the past 10 years, so consider that while making decisions. And if you're making your own bracket, you know, shoot for around 12 to 14 upsets in total, maybe 15 if you really like a team. But for the ideal bracket, we're going to go with the statistical median over time, which is 12. The outlook for the bracket we're going to eventually make is going to have six first-round upsets, four upsets in the second round, two in Sweet 16. For this first round, most likely upsets are all pretty uh, the closer seeds. You know, 10 over 7 is around 40% of the time, so that means about 10 seeds are about 4 and 10, or 4 and 6 all time uh, over 10 seeds. 11 over 6 at 38%, 12 over 5 at 36. Six first round upsets is a little tough though. You have to take some risks with some lower seats and uh, you know go against statistical average. But if you go by the formula, you only amount, uh, amount to about four upsets, which would be two 710s, uh, one 116, and one 125. And the next closest percentage upsets to hit the threshold come in the form of a second 11-6 upset and a 4-13 upset, 4-13 being at 20%, and 11-6 being right around 38-40%, so it's close enough that we can give another one. Alright, so our final first round consists of two 7-10 upsets, two 11-6s, one 12-5, and one 14-3. All of their matchups are pretty easy, just pick the higher seed. All of the matchups except the 8 slash 9 seeds, you pick the higher seed. If the lower seed wins, tip a cap and move on. 8 9 seeds are a 50-50. There's no edge on who wins more, so you can just pick two random 8 seeds and two random 9 seeds. Maybe pick the 8 seed, though, that, you know, if you are going with teams, uh, that's a little bit better. Um, I'll be talking about another website that I use a little later on. But the second round is, you know, things get a little tougher. Upsets in this round are very hard to predict, and, you know, you often rarely have a pattern with the upsets that do occur. And the most likely upsets come in the form of a 6 seed beating a 3 seed and a 7 seed beating a 2 seed. 6 11 seeds have beaten 3 seeds 47 times or 1.3 times per year. And 7 10 seeds have beaten 2 seeds 36 times or 1.2 times per year. So we're going to pick at least one of each of those upsets. And a 1 seed has lost in the second round 19 times in the last 36 years, which is a little bit more than once every other year. Although a 1 seed losing to an 8 seed is almost 3 times more likely than a 1 seed losing to a 9 seed, so keep that in mind. If you're going to pick 1 seed to lose, pick an 8 seed to move on. 
This last subset though is where it gets tricky. It's uh, about equal possibilities for various outcomes to occur. The most likely though is a second 11 or 6 seed beating a 3 seed. So it's around like a 50-50 chance on uh, which seed it is at this point because they already had one 6 seed. But um, you know if you really like a team, if you like what they have to give you, you might want to pick another 6 seed. If you really like an 11 seed that's could be underrated, a power 5 that just got unlucky during the regular season, you could pick an 11 seed. Could go either way. All right, so the breakdown for this round, according to upsets, is uh, two six over threes, seven over two, and an eight over one. Five over four seeds is another one of those 50-50 matchups. It occurs twice, so maybe just look into the matchup data. If one team is really good at defending the three-pointer and the other team relies on the three-pointer, you might want to pick on that team that's you know dependent uh, on defending the three-pointer. And, you know, we'll just pick one 5 seed and one 4 seed in this case since it's a 50-50. We're not looking at teams. So one 5 seed, one 4 seed, we're gone. All right. Almost every year, and on average, three out of the four 1 seeds make it to the Elite 8. The average seed number in total throughout the Elite 8 teams adds up to 28.5. There are two upsets. Usually the 2 and 3 seed make it at least. And 17 2 seeds and 12 3 seeds in the last 11 years. So one would need three one seeds and one to two two seeds and one three seed. This amounts for five of the eight teams in the statistical Elite Eight. Two upsets are also necessary, and any seed below a six are within one appearance of the Elite Eight, uh, Elite Eight in each other. Since two seeds are more likely than three seeds, the seven seed remaining will upset one of the three seeds. Uh, two seeds will move on. A three seed will beat, not upset, a two seed for one of the spots. And finally, for our second upset, we will have an eight seed moving on past a five seed to take the last spot. This concludes our Elite Eight at three one seeds, two two seeds, one three seed, one seven seed, and one eight seed. The maximum amount of upsets in the Elite Eight is only two in total. So this is a great round to just have one upset in order to reach the 11.2 average seeding in the final four threshold. The eight seed remaining would in this case reach the final four in order to reach that 11.2 threshold. Having two one seeds in the final four is statistically one of the best outcomes as one seeds are the most likely seed to win the whole tournament by a large margin. The last matchup left in the Elite Eight would be between a one and a two seed. And since we already have a one seed beating a two seed, that matchup is 50-50. A two seed is going to snag that last spot in that final four. So our four seeds remaining are two ones, a two, and an eight. Making the total seed is 12, which is right above the total of 11.2, but not far off enough to be in concern. Once you get to the final four, there are rarely any seed upsets. So one, one seed moves on. And statistically, one seeds that are in the final four are 2.5 times more likely to reach the championship game than two seeds. So the other one seed gets there as well, making the final a one versus one matchup. This final really doesn't matter. There's no statistical advantage from just looking at the numbers. So just pick whatever team you like or whatever team matches up with the other team better. I'm going to go ahead and pick the one seed to finish out the bracket. Get that joke. Crying this random one seed the champion in a flurry of random decisions that carry no weight. If you use this template for your bracket, I'd be shocked. I'd be more shocked if this is remotely close to correct, but whose bracket really is these days? Any website, since the seeding is out, uh, I do have a good website that I like to use to pick some of my teams. It's called KenPom.com. That's K-E-N-P-O-M.com. Gives you a really good insight as to, you know, the statistical efficiencies behind some teams' success. Some teams are way overrated in their seeding, and some teams are way underrated in their seeding. 
Um, just for example, this year, Ken Palm really likes uh, Houston. They really like UCLA. Uh, they do not like Providence or Wisconsin, though. So keep an eye out. Those are my tips for this year. Um, I guess that's the best I can give you. And I'm Connor Smith, and that concludes the second ever episode of Stat Stories. Best of luck in your March endeavors. Hope to see you winning a lot of money this March. Good luck and goodbye.